0: hey guys it's wayne johnson with wednesdays with wayne man we're already like a month into this deal now fifth episode wow not a lot to talk about as far as racing goes yeah we're still waiting to get going here with this outlaw deal but uh gonna get some uh laps turned this weekend uh, minker oklahoma here red dirt raceway Uh, uh got a sponsor that uh gives us a little carbureted engine to play with a little bit time to time so we're gonna go out and have some fun with that, and then uh, on Sunday night after the races are over, I've got the track rented for a couple hours to do some uh, 410 engine testing, so looking forward to that also, but uh, got Cody Brewer on uh, today, uh, he's the uh, promoter, owner of Red Dirt Raceway, so uh, we're going to get right to that.
1: All right, we're back here with, with uh, Wednesdays with Wayne, I got Cody Brewer, promoter, sure. owner, racer uh jack of all trades you could say uh cody you there
2: yeah i'm here how you doing
1: good man very good good to have you on uh just wanted to bring you on you know talk about your uh you know red dirt raceway uh you know minkra oklahoma been going there man for oh my gosh a long time you know we've been going there and you and your family's taking that thing over what in the last three years i believe and and uh, yep. done some really, really cool stuff out there. You know, I've been out there a few times now and just very, you know, very professional cleaned it up and, you know, you try to get the fans out at a decent hour and, and uh, it's just uh, pretty impressive, uh, but you're, you're a racer, you know, and that's, that's what it takes to know what, uh, you know, to get, get people in and out. And, and uh, yep. I know that uh, I know your attendance is getting better and better, but we still need to, Need to get that thing up there for you to keep that place
2: open, you know. We do. We, uh, yeah, we're getting ready for our fourth year and, uh, it seems like it's a never ending work in progress trying to continually pick stuff up and, and clean it up. Uh, but we're, we're giving her hell anyway and having some pretty cool shows and, and uh, you've been out there a couple times. I think you took all our money last year. You came out and ran a sprint car and won the deal with, uh, about the, the coolest last lap shenanigan of events between, uh, leader and second place and third place and lap cars spinning and winning and all sorts of stuff. But, uh, it was a hell of a race. And then we did that, uh, that late model challenge, late model versus sprint car. And you, I think about lapped him three or four laps and took the rest of the money for that deal. So,
1: yeah, you got a pretty
2: good track record out there. I think been there twice yeah. taking a couple thousand bucks out of there. So, yeah, you know, I, and,
1: and it, it's definitely about the money because that's how I make a living. But, You know, just like having that match race, you know, was pretty cool. That's the thing, you know, it's promotions, right? You know, you got to promote the sport. And who, whoever would have thought to put a sprint car and a late model race each other at the end of the night and try to keep people around and, and just come to the pits and sell more hot dogs and, you know, whatever you got to do to promote. And, and that's what I see you guys are doing, you know, really just like this weekend coming up. And I'm a big supporter of this race that you have coming up that, uh, you know, with the three hundred five guys, trying kind of to introduce the two barrels because uh, there's a lot of two barrels around this in this state. You know, and, and putting those two together because yep. they're pretty pretty damn equal.
2: They're pretty damn equal. We, uh, you know, with the we got the third our third annual spring actions coming up this weekend on Saturday Sunday. Uh, I think you're going to try to make it out there, and which uh, and is awesome to have, have you out there. I think that's the same essentially the same race you won last year out there. And uh, but yeah, we got got the series of Oklahoma on board and, and then but I've been pretty adamant pushing the, the, the two barrel deal in Oklahoma, you know, for listeners that aren't from Oklahoma, we have you know, over the course of the years there was AFC. we used to have four 10s and then it became pretty you know, predominantly AFCS 360, and then and now you know, then it went to corporate three sixties now the three oh five deal around the country is paying off. But uh, you know, it just kinda gets splintered and we, we have we have one of the most badass group of sprint car drivers in the country you see it with you running with a World of outlaws and Pittman and Stewart and, and those guys and you got Christopher Bell that came up through there Cannon McIntosh running midgets and uh, you know it's, it's pretty bacon it's a steady supply of, of guys coming out of Oklahoma and going to open little stuff but they get splintered up you know between running this class of sprint cars and this class of sprint cars and this class of sprint cars or whatever and, and uh, I've been adamant we got to figure out a way to combine them and you know, I've been leaning on other different series and different rule makers of, of that, and we finally, I think, are going forward with a pretty good plan. And we're going to have, you know, a lot of badass drivers and if one have one racetrack this week. We're going to see how it goes, and if line them up head to head. Do you want on top? So yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. We, you know, we got a good sport through uh classic cars. We we got some sport mods, and and then we have the. Uh, non-wing, the now six hundred non-wing micros, and wing micros will be out there with us. So it. So it'll be a, it'll be a full house. uh But we we usually keep everything running along, and, and hopefully we top it off with a badass spring car race both night.
1: Well, that was that's one of the things too that you know that when I've been there, you guys run a very efficient show and try to get people in and out of there and not keep them there all night. You know, it's a little cooler this time of year, and so you guys got an early start. And uh heck, you guys are probably probably be done before dark uh both days i believe what don't
2: you think so yeah saturday would be a little tough uh because it was still getting dark early but then time is actually saturday night so sunday i know we'll we'll have an extra hour of daylight and we'll yeah we'll probably be done before dark uh for sure on sundays so we uh we actually have sprint car qualifying time trials this weekend so first time the first time any sprint car in oklahoma time trial and probably since outlaw's been here which has been 10 or 12 years so uh, it'd be kind of cool it's, it's always neat um, I think it's a, it's something we can't do all the time to have single car qualifying but it's, it's a neat deal to do every so often um, you know just to, to let the fans hear the motors and, and see the drivers and concentrate you know it's, it's cool even listening you when you're working in the pit and you know you're trying to get your stuff ready and you hear somebody burp when they shouldn't be burping the throttle and you go I oh, like that I suck you know but uh, it's, it's neat just to have that one car out there at a the time and, and to have that process and we, we do it once a year with all our classes, I mean, we'll run our pure stocks, uh, you know, and do time trials, kind of special deal for them once a year. But it's neat. No matter what type of card, it it's cool. So, yeah, we have sprint car qualifying at 330 and then races at 4 both days. we we'll probably be out of there by 7. We'll be done by 7, and hopefully drink beer and eat, eat that for
1: Well, that's pretty cool about the qualifying, you know. Um, and it'll be a good time be a good test with, uh, you know, the two barrels and the 305s. I mean, that way you've yeah. got to show a guy yeah. on paper that, they're really yeah. pretty dang equal and i I'm, I'm i'm pretty you know i I've drove both of them and and uh you know I know that a lot of the two barrel guys think that they are a disadvantage because you know the three oh fives are injected but uh you know I drove them both, and in my opinion, which you know if i'm when I'm coming this week to race I'm running a two barrel because I think they run better yeah uh, in my in my it's my opinion on the dyno they show to make a little more power, but I know that um those two barrel guys sure get scared off when they talk about running them, those three hundred five with the injectors, you uh, know. But I, yeah. I just I don't I don't see it. My theory, uh, I've seen the numbers on the dyno, but um, you know I don't understand why those guys. Hopefully, they'll all come and and uh, support this race and see that that they're they they definitely intermingle and yeah. and and are competitive together. I think it's I think it's a good deal. I really do. Uh, you know, here in Oklahoma, you know yourself that. Uh, you know, I travel all over the country, and I see all these different races, but, you know, as far as the rules, you know, their nation, you know, in the nationwide, everybody's kind of the same. Here in Oklahoma, man, we've got so many different classes, and broke down, and, and just got all these cars separated, and people have to go over here to race, because you can't race over here, but, you know, this, that, and the other, and that's something I think here in Oklahoma, with our racing, and the support, we need to uh, really work on trying to Eliminate some of these, and I shouldn't say series because that's not the word. Because we don't want to eliminate everybody. Merge, bring have, it together. We just want to merge everybody together where all the rules work together. Because that way the promoters can can a bit of,
2: can benefit, and the, well, the fans also. The fans yeah. get to see the best guys all compete against each other, and that's a, I mean I, I said that from the beginning. We're it's hard on the track to try to make it work when there's another sprint car show down the road, but it's discount. We're discounting the fans. I mean there's no different than. When the World of Outlaws and the National Sprint League split up, you took half the guys went here and half the guys went there, and, and the people who got screwed with the fans. That's not fair. That's right. That. That's, That's fair. not fair to the fans. So we got, it's our job to put a show on and they, and, and we got badass drivers and put them all in the same place, and it's, it's going to be better. I and mean, I don't, I don't know if you realize this, Wayne, but you're not the youngest pup. And, uh, but you're talking about these guys lying back and forth, you know, about each other being pasture, the two barrels or the 305. The days of uh, when you just lined up and just see who's nuts were bigger, uh, those are gone. These guys, they they want to complain about stuff and more more than they want to go after and do that biggest nuts or and drive it farther in the corner and and see who goes the fastest. So it's a different time, different era, and we we got to be a little bit careful on how we try to merge them. But but yeah, you're you're still old school. You still say, hey, let's let's still line them up and do this deal. You no, know, and I appreciate that. Well, when I
1: when I first started, you know, it was run what you brought. What you could afford to bring yeah. to the track—that's what you raced. You know what I mean? And yeah. There was no, yep. there was no 360, 410, 305, 2 barrel. There was none of that stuff. when it was a, when it was called a sprint car. When they had a sprint car race, it was a sprint car race. It was run what you brung.
2: Yeah. And then
1: you know the rules, the rules started happening, and I get it. You know, because the guys were out dollar and other guys and this that and the other. But you know, when I was a kid and the sprint cars were coming to coming to town, there was one class. And if, yeah. you, if you had a sprint car and you brought, yeah, sometimes there was guys, you know, three and four laps down. But it was, yeah. a, you know, and we'll go back to that. That's what I think this sport, even at the outlaw level, ASCS, uh, Knoxville, local, everywhere that they, or, you know, even, even in your track. The thing that we're missing out on is there's a race on every corner anymore. And I when I was yep. a kid, the race was an event. And you made yeah. it an event just like you guys are having the spring nationals this weekend it's an event you're going to do some qualifying people haven't seen that you know we're doing yep. a lot of different things uh but there's just so many racetracks and there's and everybody's fighting against each other to get the fans and this that and the other and they just having races
2: uh
1: yeah. you know and i think that's where our sports really missing is we need events you know you need to get the people there to see something uh, you know see a sprint car race, okay, like this weekend. We're going to get to qualify, and people haven't seen that in a while. And that's an event. Let's come down and make this a, you know, spring nationals like it used to be. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, hundred uh, no, percent.
1: Just... Man, I remember when when the when the spring nationals were come to the fairgrounds in Oklahoma City. tell everybody I knew that was any kind of race fan, they were going that week. You know, even when I
2: missed I missed you. it. You're, like, you're Yeah, like you were afraid that was going to go down without you. Uh, no, I got to yeah,
1: well, that's what they're going to miss this weekend if they don't come to your place because uh, I'm, I mean, I, see I didn't Wayne know Johnson the on the hammer out there.
2: <laughs> What's that again? I'm sorry. I said we're going to see a Wayne Johnson on the hammer in
3: Oklahoma.
1: Well, I just, you know what, we're having fun
2: uh,
1: running that little two barrel thing. Jim Ellison, uh, you know, he owns that thing and, and yeah. uh, you know, we do that with him once or twice a year all we get to do that. and He's a good buddy of mine. He really enjoys that and you know, he built a Mopar. I don't even know if I've told you that he built a Mopar, and we run it last year, and it blew up. So we're uh, we're bringing it this weekend, and it's pretty cool looking. I don't know how good it runs just yet because we haven't really got to run it much. But uh,
2: yeah, you know, he, cool. just,
1: he 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 enjoys playing, and that keeps him in, involved in the sport. And uh, those are the those are the people that we gotta you know we gotta keep involved because. When there's nobody spending money on these cars, or car owners, or whatever, this sport's going to die. So, you know yep. that's why we got to keep keep people coming and get people interested. And and just like that, like you talked about that that race last year, that last lap was the craziest last lap that I've been involved with in a quite a while. But it was pretty cool because guess what? People talked about it when they left there and said, Man, "I wasn't even sure you won."
2: I didn't know oh, – there was so much shit went down in that last lap, I wasn't even sure who won. I had to call up the tower, ask what the transponder hit, which one hit. Well, I knew,
1: I knew who won because I won. <laughs> <laughs> but, but there for a minute, it, I think it was almost like Talladega going down the back straightaway. I didn't know who was going to finish. There was cars off of everybody. Yeah, and I was like, uh days of thunder when the smoke just drove through the smoke.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, we did. If we can do that again, and everybody stays safe and doesn't tear up much equipment. That that would be awesome if we could be okay. But you know, uh, I, I've never been. I, I you know, you may I, you may not want to answer this, but I, I've never been a huge fan of of 305s. in general. Just on principle, I'm not a fan of taking horsepower away and leaving big wing gum. you know, in the two barrel deal with you no know, carbureted sprint car. You know, just based off tradition. You know, I'm like, man, that's not right. They should be feeling good. right? So, uh, you know, I, I have this. Sigma but you know our racetrack by no means were we real scientific on how we hit on it but when we got that track three years ago we shortened it to a quarter mile and uh it's real wide has real progress banking. and you've been out there and, and uh like I said and it wasn't scientific it wasn't like we did a, a lot of studying or engineering on the deal But we we had to fix some drainage issues and we so we moved the track in and we've been adjusting on it but damn thing's racing, and uh it's it's real racing. It don't matter if it if it's a late model, a street car, a modified, whatever. Even the micros run good on it. And uh so usually, you know, and I always make sure things got a a curb on the top and switch uh You know, a lot of tracks, no problem, aren't going to that. You know, I always try to prep it. Even in the day races, it usually flicks off pretty quick, but it always has a, a big old curb on the top. And whoever's you know hangs them, lets their nuts hang up there. It usually, is the fastest guy, and I think that's what you did last year. So. We're we're excited well,
1: about this. <laughs> well, actually, I say I think you've done you've guys have done a great job by shortening and, and, it, and I agree that uh, you know what you've done there. You've you've equalized the, the playing field a lot, you know, the, more equal yeah. when it when it does come to the three hundred five or the two barrels or whatever.
2: Yeah,
1: even I'm the really less powered motors still the, race
2: pretty good there.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm anxious to see. See uh, you know how this works out this weekend, especially with qualifying and everything. Just see where the lap times and all that stuff. I think people are going to be really excited about it after this weekend and say, "Yeah, you know what? Those guys are right. This is going to work." And yeah, and uh, you know maybe that way those those guys can can uh, work together and, and maybe and get some more sponsors to run these races, make make them pay a little more money and and yep. uh, you know make that make it happen because here in Oklahoma that's what we need. You know we need to quit dividing the cars and. You know, I know yourself with, uh, with Steve Hahn, uh, at Minker. You guys are working together a little bit. Now, if we could yep. get Marshu involved there at Lawton and get you yep. guys working together, uh, you know, we could really make the racing in here in Oklahoma, you know, what it's supposed to be,
2: in my opinion. No, 100%. What
1: other races you got coming up you want to you maybe mention here today? and Oh.
2: Uh, we take off so we run this weekend, and we're off the rest of March. Our, our next race back after this weekend is uh, April 2nd through 4th, and we actually have a, a USMCS show, and uh, which is the, pretty much the, the elite modifieds of, of the United States come uh, to touring group, the United States uh, Modified Touring Series. I think it was stands for, but it, uh, it, it's it's uh, Sanders and Joe Duval and uh, Shy Rock and all those guys, and so it's our first time, first time they've ever been to Meeker. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. We did a 100 lap, uh, 100 lap modified race last year. Our first A-mod, you know, full modified show. And, uh, yeah, I've been trying to get some of the different series, you know, some of the Sprint Car series, mid series, you know, hey, we, we want a show. And I said, you want to run a 100 lapper? And they said, no, we can't. Hey, you're crazy. Man. man, they used to run 100 lappers all the time. We gotta, if we do the same shit over and over every other track does, we're gonna suck like every other track. We're gonna, we're gonna do something different. So anyway, uh, we did a 100 lap modified race last year. We had a bunch of people second guessing it. And, and uh, anyway, it ended up being last lap past the lead coming off turn four. Half the cars are on the wall, half of on the tires. And so anyway, we're doing, uh, so we added, we're going to do that 100 lap. It's called the Cowboy 100. That's in July, July 31st. So we're, we added that USMTS show. Uh, second through the fourth of April, and it's gonna be pretty badass. Uh, we got, we got trophy girls lined up. We got pyrotechnics lined up. We got all sorts of stuff, and, and, and the best in the business of what they do. So, uh, that's a big one. We have, uh, the Mike Peters, uh, Freedom 40 Classic. Uh, we're, we're honored to have that. That's always the last Friday in June, uh, and that's with the Sprint Series of Oklahoma again. Uh, and I'm happy to have Mike's family down for some of that. And, uh, that's a 40 lapper we do then. Then uh, And then we got the USAC National Midget Series coming back on July 21st for Tuesday Night Thunder. It's a Tuesday night. It'll be the third time we've had those guys at the track. And that's been, the last two years been off the hook. And we did that two years ago. That was the first time in 43 years USAC National Midget's been in Oklahoma. And uh, everybody thought we were crazy for doing that too. So and it worked. not a packed house. We, had, we keep having to build more bleachers and grandstands capacity for some of those big shows. And, and so we, Hopefully we got things going the right direction. We keep, we keep trying to think outside the box and do some different stuff. We got flat track motorcycles coming, uh, May 22nd, 23rd, and those guys about half talked anyway. So we don't really have to do anything to <laughs> let them guys to put on a show. They just show up and do crazy stuff. So yeah, we got, we well, got I know a lot of uh, that, I
1: know, I know you guys have been working really hard at this and trying to promote. And that's where, that's where, uh, that I'm impressed, you know, that you guys, but like I say, your dad's an old racer. You're, you're, I shouldn't say old cause you're not old, but you know, you raced midgets for quite a while, quite a few years or whatever, and been around. So you guys know yep. what it takes and, uh, seeing what the sport needs. But one thing we're going to talk about before I let you go is, uh, you know, we talked about, and I know, I know you talked to Carlton and a few of those guys of, of wanting to try to put on a world of outlaw race there. And, uh, I talked to Carlton a little bit and he had said he'd talk to you. And, uh, so hopefully, uh, you know, maybe maybe you guys can get together and maybe I can help with it or whatever, but uh, uh, maybe trying to do a World of Outlaw race there next year, uh, I know it'd be a pretty big task, but I think it'd be super, super cool to be that close to Oklahoma City, Yep. and uh, you know, we haven't had any, any, you know, they're doing an outlaw race a lot, which is going to be cool, but that's still 70 yep. miles away, 70 yep. 80 yep. miles it's away, so
2: yeah.
1: I think it'd be really cool, and, and I'm hoping that, uh, hoping that you guys can get that worked out, and maybe I can be the one that maybe pushes a little bit and makes that happen. But I I know it was all talk, and I know there are a lot of people that kind of chuckled about it because I've seen you post on the Internet or whatever and, yeah. and here a few months ago, and I know there was a few people chuckled about it. Where are you going to put people, and this, that, and the other? But I yeah. think that it'd be – you know, Jacksonville, Illinois puts on a show, and they're just – I don't really know how many people at seats there, but they do, uh, you know, for seating, I think a ticket costs 50 bucks. Uh, and it's a reserve. You have to buy a reserve seat. Oh, really? And that, and, and they're sold out. Yeah. So that's something that you yeah. really should think about because, like I said, that's a small place, and I don't know. Go Google that if you get a chance on YouTube and look at look at uh, Jacksonville and I've, uh, I've and raced
2: Jacksonville multiple times. It's that's one of my place. most favorite tracks. It's a racy joint, and I feel like it's our cool. place is similar. You know, it's a racy, yes, it yes, it is, sucker, and and uh, you know, pretty wide and and you know, always seems to have two or three grooves going. So yeah, no, that's and I I love I love watching sprint cars and, and mentions. I love whatever you know, what any type of racing, but I love watching big track. I mean I went to Knoxville the last couple of years for the first time in ten or fifteen years and I you know, Belleville is my favorite track to run in adventures. Always has been and, and we don't get to go there anymore and, and uh I love the big track. But seeing a nine hundred plus horsepower outlaw sprint car uh the speed that they have even on a short track and then and then usually, you know, if you have a big curb the way they're bucking and hopping and they're kinda of almost acting like non link cars is like the, cool, the coolest thing to me. I love watching the replays from Jacksonville and Tulare and, and some of the, the bull ring joints where they're kinda of juiced up and the guys are having to drive shit out of I mean it to me it's almost like I get a mix between a car race and a bull ride in a all one, you know, and it's off to watch. And I feel like our place, you know, our place didn't know being rough, but it's usually juiced up on the top, especially. And, and, uh, you know, I, it'd be awesome. And, and we have been in touch with them. I, if you could keep that fire stoked, that'd be awesome with, uh, on, on your side of things. But, you know, I, we, we got work we need to do, uh, as facility to, to have an outlaw show. We definitely don't have the nice facility, but we're proud of it. We present it well and, you know, it's always, uh, you know, everything's clean and polished and painted and mowed and, you know, and, and, uh, we're at capacity. We've added three or four hundred to here for the last three years and we're still about a thousand short, uh, where we need to be for an outlaw show in, in my cross and Carlton. But we would love, we'd, I'd love to have an outlaw show. I mean, that's top of my list of things I want to get accomplished. Well, in my, well,
1: well, well, my opinion, if, if, we, if you can make that happen, help people bring their lawn chairs. It doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. they'll sit wherever they can sit and, <laughs> And you do that yeah. you also do a deal that right that uh, car carloads or something, right? That you park over there. Yeah, we have a tailgate day. area. Yeah. yeah. So we can fit like
2: 27, 28 cars in our tailgate area or motorhomes, whatever you want. You can bring a motorhome in there, back it up, and you can back it all the way up to the fence, set in a lawn chair, or whatever, set in the back of the truck, set in the motorhome. And uh it's a it's so much carload So, you know, like for the this weekend it's eighty dollars a car load. However many people you can fit your car you can bring uh, one large ice chest in, much food. Some of the people barbecue up there. It's actually, the way our track's set up, you're about 20 feet elevated above the track looking down on it. It's the best seat in the house. I mean, it's the absolute best seat in the house. So,
1: you know, we have uh
2: different options, that'd be, and I think that'd be cool. You know, at the mid show every year, it's full up. We do reserve seating in the reserve spots in the Togging area. And they, those guys get people get there at noon and start barbecuing and doing you know the typical tailgate stuff, which is fun. It it creates that atmosphere that you want for a big event. And uh and we're we're pl- proud to have that and kinda curate of that as much as possible.
1: Yeah. Well awesome Cody, I'm gonna cut this thing short here and and uh hopefully uh the weather will hold out and I, from what I've seen the weather's looking really good this weekend, so Hopefully uh, we get some warm weather and, and we fill up those stands and, and uh, we put on a good show for the fans and have a heck of a race. But uh, thanks for having um, – thanks for coming on. And, and uh, yep. like I say, this this podcast thing something we're learning with and uh, we're, we're very glad to have you on.
2: I appreciate the opportunity and we'll see you this weekend. Okay, thanks. All right, see you later. Yeah,
0: Man, that was good to catch up with Cody. You know, he's, he's pretty passionate about uh, – racing here in oklahoma plus you know promoting and you know he was a racer from way back when his dad was too so man they're doing an awesome job out there i am uh, looking forward to getting out there this weekend and making some laps and and uh you fans man if you're if you're in the area or or uh can get there it'll be some good racing this weekend uh little bull ring there and and they keep that thing you know they really work that track try to keep it racy as possible uh the last couple of times have been some day shows, but it's still been some really good racing, but looking forward to getting out there. But if you guys come out, make sure, uh, come see us. We're going to have our t-shirt, uh, table or whatever set up where we could have some, you know, we got t-shirts, hoodies, uh, beanies, hats, koozies. I don't know what all she's got. Uh, got Sarah here with me too today, but, uh, all that kind of stuff, come over and see us or just come say, Hey, we, uh, come talk to us about the podcast, see what you think and. If you got any input, give us some of it, because we're still learning. What do you got there, Sarah? You got anything?
3: I've got your question of the week. This week, Robert Lins of Marion, Iowa, sent us an email. He writes, on World of Outlaw Provisionals, what do you get for points, and what money do you earn? World of Outlaws does not show money earned for provisionals, and are points normal for that position if you did not have to use the provisional?
0: Well, if you use a provisional, uh, Robert, it's it's uh, you don't make any money until you get past the start money. Uh, so if it's if it's eight hundred to start for that particular race, uh, normally it's you got to get to sixteenth to make nine hundred dollars. So really, in, if you uh, take a provisional and you get to sixteenth, you only made a hundred bucks. But the points is. Uh, like B main points, you get 90 points uh, to start the B main. You get 102 points for 24th uh, in the A main, and 150 points to win the A main. So, I hope that helps out a little bit uh, there. Uh, and uh, if you don't take a provisional, you just get the 90 B, you know, the the 90 points B main. So, uh, we kind of screwed up there a little bit when we run Volusia. We took a provisional because we. Really wasn't sure how it worked, and maybe we should have uh, asked a little more questions. But we kind of dropped the ball there. But we kind of gave up a, a provisional for twelve points because we were pretty horrible in the feature there, and I think we finished twenty second or I don't really remember where we finished. But it wasn't a very good uh, option to take that provisional. But hopefully that helps you out there. And uh, I don't know if Sarah has your has your
2: uh, mailing address,
0: mailing address or whatever, but she'll get you something in the mail because. We really like uh, these questions. Uh, keep those things coming.
3: Okay. It's uh, time for my weekly spill. Before we go, I just want to remind everyone that you can contact, contact us anytime on our voicemail line at 405-362-0620. You can also reach us via email at waynejohnsonracing at yahoo.com or search any of the social media channels for Wayne Johnson Racing and we can connect there. We also have a good variety of merchandise available through any of these those channels as well. We'd love to see you at the track in your Wayne Johnson gear, so reach out to us and we can get you hooked up. And finally, if you've been enjoying these podcasts, we need your help. We've had over 1,000 downloads, and the last time I checked, we're at about 31 ratings on Apple Podcasts. If you could take one minute to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, it would mean the world to us. We want you. We want to keep this thing going and spread the word, but we need your help. And then something I've added... Um, I've decided that I'd like to give away some free Wayne Johnson koozies. If you'll share this podcast on your social media, send me a screenshot to prove you did it at WayneJohnsonRacing at yahoo.com, along with your mailing address. I'll uh, start putting those koozies in the mail to you guys. And so let me give out a bunch of those. Um, that will help us out a lot. That's all I've got.
0: That's all you got? Yep. Well, that's, uh, you're giving, off, giving these things away, huh?
3: Yeah, why not?
0: Well, I'm going to start charging you for them. <laughs> <Never>. <laughs> uh-uh well that's really all we got this week like i say not uh not a lot not any racing going on yet so hopefully next week uh we'll have a little bit to talk about because we're going to do a little testing and um going to get to do a little bit of racing uh i know it's just a two barrel or a 305 or i think it's a combination race this weekend but a uh, little bull ring be fun to race just to get some seat time and knock the rust off just to get in the car and get to see a lot of the locals like going to to uh minker because you know get to see a lot of people that i grew up with and raced with and just a lot of fans and that kind of thing so looking forward to that so uh, well guys until next week we'll see you then